Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 28 of our podcast that was originally recorded on June 9th of 2014. Some of the news stories I discussed for the week were Watch Dogs sells you 4 million copies in its first week, Walking Dead Pinball's coming out this summer, I have a ton of Xbox One news, talk about the PS4 and Vita bundle that was supposedly leaked on Amazon France's website, I talk a lot about E3, also some of the games I played for the week, Elder Scrolls Online, Watch Dogs, and a little Hearthstone. Talk about some of the games I want to play now. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers. This is Joe for what I'm playing now. We have episode 28 of the podcast that we are recording. Um, This should be a good one. Got a bunch of stories to talk about this week. Also have um, some stuff to talk about for E3 um, towards the end of the show. Um, as part of the news stories, I have watched um, a couple of the um, press releases, press conferences so far that have been out. Um, so I will mention a few things that I've seen for that. wanted to get this recorded and done so I can go watch the Sony one, which is at um, 9 o'clock tonight, Eastern Time. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to that one. Microsoft had a good one today. We will get to those later in the episode. Um, let's get through our introductory stuff and all of our... Initial stuff for the site, email us if you have any questions or want to know anything. Um, what I'm playing now at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Um, we have a Google Plus page, plus.google.com slash the plus sign, what I'm playing now podcast. And as always, check for us on twitch.tv, um, which our Twitch channel, which is at twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. It is hot as hell up here in my room tonight as I had to turn off my air conditioner up here. Um, so this is going to be. Hopefully a fast show. I do have several stories to talk about, like I said. Um, But let's try to get through this one quick. A lot of the stories I have are pretty much just small stories for the week. A lot of stuff, I think, was um, just small release stories that um, were announced possibly before E3 um, from some of the companies. But let's get into some of the things. Watch Dogs, of course, we've got to talk about that. That will be discussed in several sections of the show tonight. Um... Watch Dogs for Ubisoft sold through 4 million copies in its first week. Wow, that is a pretty good seller. I believe that's Ubisoft's best-selling game um, that they've released a new property for, um, per this um, Polygon article. And it sounds like it's doing pretty good. I will give my thoughts on this game in the What I'm Playing Now section. Um, But as far as news goes, that's a pretty good seller. Uh, It sounds also like uh, people have downloaded the mobile app. Um, Over a million people have done that. I have that as well. I will chat about that as well during the What I'm Playing Now section of the show. Um, So I guess you will just have to wait and stay tuned for my thoughts on that. Uh, But congrats to Ubisoft. Uh, It sounds like it's a pretty good seller for them. My guess is... There's going to be a number two, but we'll talk about that later as well. Um, Next story was another Polygon article. Um, A bunch of, like I said, a bunch of announcements this week. Um, Walking Dead Pinball is going to be coming to the Zen Pinball game. I've talked about this this in the past. Um, I... The wife and I play Zen Pinball every now and then. On the weekends, we sit around, have a few drinks, play some pinball. Um, I like a lot of the different tables that they have on there. I'm really stoked. Uh, We're huge Walking Dead fans here in the house. Uh, So this is something that when I texted my wife, she was like, no way. She goes, that sounds fucking awesome. So um, both of us are pretty stoked for this one. It sounds like it's going to basically take place... um, I guess you could say take place during like the first series, the first season of of the of the Walking Dead game. 
um, that Telltale had released, which is probably going to have Lee in there and Clementine and a lot of the locations from that first season. So it doesn't sound like they're touching anywhere on the second season. Uh, so I guess we'll get to see Lee again. Um, spoiler for those who haven't played the game, he doesn't make it through the end of the first one. Um, but that should be a pretty good one. Kind of looking forward to that. It sounds like it's going to be coming out sometime this summer. Um, no price or no no prices or anything or no exact date, but I'm sure it's probably going to be price pointed to you know like the other tables that they sell, which I think is just a couple bucks, maybe three four bucks or something. So I, I'm sure that'll definitely be worth it. The next several stories that we have um, are actually Microsoft related, Xbox One stuff. Um, we got a lot of Microsoft news this week um, from some of the stories that I pulled out. GameSpot had a bunch of articles, and Polygon did too. Um, but it sounds like uh, the first free games for gold are coming out for the Xbox One. Those two games that are going to be available this month that are um, available now, I believe they were available at the beginning of the week, are Halo Spartan Assault, which came out last year, and Max the Curse of the Brotherhood, which came out last year as well. Um, there is a change to the way Xbox Live Gold works with their games for gold now. Um, so keep in mind that these games are not going to be like the initial games for gold that you got with your 360. I believe most of those games up till now, once you downloaded them, if you had um, your Xbox Gold subscription, uh, you get to keep those games even if you stop your subscription. Uh, so when I had, when they originally released, um, I think it was Assassin's Creed 3 was one of the early ones that they released. Or no, Fable 3, I'm sorry. Fable 3 um, was one of the early ones that they released. Um, I downloaded that. I believe I can still go in and play that one, even though um, I have let my Xbox Live Gold subscription lapse. Uh, these games are going to work more along the lines of PlayStation Plus, um, where it's more of like a membership. And you're, I don't want to say renting the games, but that's almost kind of like what it is. As long as your membership is active and you have an active gold account, um, you can play these games. Once you stop that subscription or no longer um, have your subscription active, it sounds like these games will then not be playable by you. Uh, so keep that in mind. Um, when you have your Xbox Live Gold, now the thing... The thing is, I'm not too sure how long these are going to be available for download. So, like, Sony is working it. Sony does their stuff um, where they have the items, the games out there for for a while to download. And I don't know how long Microsoft's going to have their games available to download. I haven't seen that in any of the different articles that I've read. Uh, so, I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that. But Sony does add and remove titles from their uh, download section with their PlayStation Plus membership. So, my guess is Microsoft's going to be working more along the lines of Sony, as I'm sure that's going to be much, much cheaper for them in the long run to not just actually give the games to their customers. Um, one of the next other stories that we were taught that I was mentioning, I said I had a bunch of Xbox stories um, for Microsoft here. Um, Xbox One and 360 are getting a bunch of new apps. Um, it sounds like 45 new apps are coming um, along the lines of Twitter. There's On GameSpot, they have a whole list of the 45 apps here. Some of the bigger ones were Twitter, HBO Go, um, MLB TV, I thought I just saw. There's a ton of them here. Just go check it out if you're interested in these. Um, I think that's pretty cool because now keep in mind, not only with their games for gold, it has changed. A lot of the stuff behind the paywall that used to be behind Xbox Live's gold subscription is now available to everyone. So even if you have a silver account, you can use all of these apps that are coming out on both your Xbox One and 360, which is super cool. I give kudos to Microsoft for actually doing that. Um, 
I think a lot of that stuff being behind the paywall was one of the reasons why we here in the house have used pretty much the PS3 and the PS4 for for viewing more of this stuff. Um, I'm probably going to go back and probably download several of these apps on the 360. Um, I know HBO Go, that will probably be how we use that one. Um, so I'm kind of excited for this one since a lot of these apps are no longer behind the paywall. So keep an eye on those apps. Those should be pretty cool. And our next Xbox story, like I said, we got a bunch of them. I think I even have one more after this. Yeah, I do. Holy crap. It's a Microsoft week here on the show. Um, so it sounds like with all of the changes that they've made and all of the turning around that they've done with their statements, Microsoft is doing one more change, this time for the betterment of the Xbox One. Um, since they've actually, and I'm not 100% certain on this, a lot of people are guessing on this, since they've actually unbundled the Kinect now from the Xbox One, um, it sounds like in a firmware update, they're actually going to be giving um, the system some more GPU bandwidth, um, which is going to be coming out and available in the software development kits um, that they're actually releasing to developers now. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see here what happens in the next um, 6 to 12 months with some of the games that are coming out. Especially if Microsoft can actually increase the GPU performance of the system and maybe get it. I don't know if they're going to be able to get it 100% in line with uh, Sony's PS4. Mainly because the hardware that is in the PS4 is a little faster. So even if Microsoft does overclock their stuff way more than they thought they would it's going to be interesting to see how much more bandwidth they can actually give the actual architecture and the hardware that's underneath everything to see if it could come more in line and maybe stay neck and neck with sony and a lot of the releases that are coming out especially multi-platform uh so this one's going to be kind of up in the air as to what's actually going to come out of this uh i think sony or microsoft actually had to go kind of go down this route because it seemed like that was a a big point for people i mean sony's sales of their ps4 have definitely just been overshadowing the xbox one um so I think Microsoft's just trying to turn things around and see if they can actually actually just squeeze a little bit more performance out of their system. So, once again, kudos to Microsoft for doing this. We'll have to actually see what this gives to players and what this actually gives to some of the game developers as far as performance goes. And actually sees, and we'll actually have to see if some of those um, cross-platform games are going to be um, a little more let's say, closer in um, resolution and you don't have Sony looking better than uh, Microsoft. So, last Microsoft story is one kind of, I guess, more on the PC, but you can now use your Xbox One controller on your PC. Uh, Microsoft released official drivers for the Windows um, operating systems this week, both 32 and 64-bit 64-bit versions of Windows. Um, so all of you people who have an Xbox One and were using your 360 controller, you can now hook up your Xbox One controller if you like that one better. Um, I haven't used the Xbox One controller. I really like the PS4 controller. I have my 360 controller hooked up to my PC. Um, that's pretty much what I've been using for quite a while now, and I really enjoy that. So if I ever do get an Xbox One, I'll have to try it and see if I want to move that to the to the PC. But for now... 360 controller is doing its thing. So, another story from GameSpot here. We're going to jump over to the Sony camp for a story or two. A sto yeah, just one story, I think. Um, but there was a leak um, from Amazon France that was posted. And this was an actual box of a system. And it's basically called the PS4 slash PS Vita 
Ultimate Player Edition. Um, basically what this is, or what this looks like, because we really don't know what it is, because it was removed um, shortly after the pictures came out. Um, this sounds like it was. It's a, a, it's a bundle where you're getting a PS4 and a Vita all in one system. Now, on the Vita, they actually do show Infamous um, Second Son, the new Infamous game um, that was just released on the PS4. My guess is this is not coming with a system. Only, and the only reason why I say that is because in the picture of the box, they actually show the Peggy 3 info, which basically means it's a system for everyone. I don't know if they can put that game in there, because I believe that's probably a mature title. I'm guessing that would probably fall under one of the higher Peggy numbers, which is basically, um, in the U.S., we have the ESRB ratings, um, like mature and everything like that. They have these Peggy numbers over there. Um, in the UK, over in Europe, which actually is their rating system. So my guess is this is basically just going to be the, the systems, both the PS4 and the Vita. I don't think there's going to be a game bundled in there because my guess would be that they would have to change that um, and actually put the number that would be equivalent to the games that were included. So my guess is the consoles are only in this thing. Uh, they did announce some prices. It sounds like it's 579 um, euros, I believe it is, which is about almost 800 bucks 790 um u.s dollars so it's supposed to go on sale july 4th this is something that we're gonna have to watch and see in tonight's um e3 conference um from sony to actually see if they actually reveal this or not uh, i'm really interested in seeing this i'm also hoping they announce the vita tv for the u.s that would be kind of cool i wouldn't mind getting one of those as well hook up to the tv so we have a couple of more stories here. We're going to be talking about Steam here, GameSpot article. Um, Steam is basically warning um, some of its um, users and shoppers, I guess you could say, uh, that early access games may not be finished by developers. Um, they actually are realizing now that some games that are being put out as early access release and some people are buying, um, the developers may actually never finish them. Uh, so they're basically giving you a warning that... If you're only if you're very interested in the game, and only if you really want to play it from the early days, um, should you be purchasing a lot of these early access games. Um, I purchased a couple early access games um, in the past. Some of them have, some of them have panned out, as you've probably heard from previous episodes, and some of them have not. Um, so, I guess they're basically just saying buyer beware when it comes to this stuff. Um, I think it's pretty cool that you can actually get in early access stuff off of Steam. Um, it's nice when the developers actually finish the game. Sometimes things happen and the games don't get developed. Maybe the developers have maybe tried to bite off more than they can chew. Maybe they've taken a different route with the game or something. There's sometimes certain things happen. Uh, so you, you kind of never know when you do the early access stuff. So I think Steam's kind of just trying to cover their bases. I'm guessing their legal team probably had some stuff to say about these things. So they just wanted to put a warning out to the people and say, you know what? We know these games are in early access. They're basically in an alpha state, some of them. Uh, so just be just beware. You know, don't just start buying all early access games and expect um, them all to be finished within the next six months or so. And you you know, there things things could happen to where some of those games may not get finished. So one of the last stories we wanted I wanted to talk about here um, off a Polygon article. I think a lot of people have covered this. Dang and Rampa 2, Goodbye Despair, 
um, trailer was released this week. Um, Spike Chun Spike Chunsoft is the company, the developer that did this. They actually released um, the Danganronpa game that I've been playing on the Vita. I still have yet to finish that. Um, I need to get back to that after I finish a couple of the games I'm currently playing, which we will be talking about here next shortly. Um, but this one looks pretty cool from what I've seen in the video. It sounds like it's um, from the video, it looks like it's going to be very similar to the first one. You're on an island um, with a bunch of people, and it, the game mechanics seem to be about the same thing. I'm guessing the story is going to be different. I don't really know if there's going to be too much added, any new added mechanics in there. From the video, I really weren't, wasn't able to pick anything out like that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they actually do change any mechanics, add anything new in the second one. Um, so we're just going to have to wait and see um, when that one comes out which is going to be, um, is it sometime that this year? I think it's supposed to be out sometime this summer, maybe. Um, so that'll be a couple, or maybe in the fall. That'll be a couple of releases for this game coming out actually very quickly. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that one. I'm kind of stoked about that one. I really enjoyed the first one. So I wonder if they'll actually show that um, at the E3 press conference later. So let's get on to some E3 discussions. E3 started today. I know there's a lot of people probably watching stuff all over the Internet today. I have been watching stuff on and off, trying to pay attention to what I've been able to. Um, I was able to catch a little bit of the Microsoft one before and was able to read quite a bit about it once I got home from work. Um, the Microsoft conference was actually really good. Uh, they really concentrated on games this year unlike last year where they were kind of hyping and trying to push so much other stuff i think that was one of the reasons why a lot of the stories i discussed this week um like with all the apps that they released some of the things where they had removed the connect a couple of weeks ago where they're actually giving the developers the new dev kits with um, more gpu power and everything um i think they released a lot of these stories beforehand because they basically just wanted to come out and say Here's all the games we have, and from beginning to end, it was nothing but fucking games, which was actually really cool to see. I think they did they did a good job. I won't say they did a great job. Um, they, they, they had a lot of good games that they talked about. Um, a couple of pretty really cool exclusives towards the end that they were showing, which looked really nice, um, which if they actually come out and they're actually that good i some of those would actually probably tend me to push me to get maybe an xbox one um unless if i could play them on my pc which i might get some of those on my pc but um let's see who else ea had they had their um press release earlier press conference earlier i didn't able i wasn't able to catch some of that i was able to read a little bit about it some of the videos i saw of the ufc fight which i think is coming out this week um that looks pretty cool being able to play as bruce lee looks awesome the graphics in that game just look completely insane um, when I got home from work, I was eating dinner, was able to watch some of the Ubisoft one. Um, their big release, I think, was probably towards the end where they announced the new Rainbow Six, which looked pretty fucking wicked, I have to say. Um, I have never been a huge fan of the Rainbow Six series, um, but this one actually looks like it's got some really, really good multiplayer um, combat in there. It looks pretty cool. The destructible environments that they actually had um, and, and and just some of the gameplay. It almost looked like the video that they were showing was almost like a capture the flag type of game, but you are actually 
invading and going into someone's house and trying to save someone who's being held hostage. So it's almost like the lady who was a hostage was kind of like your flag, um, who basically both teams were trying to just go after and just destroy this house in the process. I mean, the, the destructible environment, this house was just a shambles by the end of the video and just looked pretty fucking insane. It was, it was a really good video. Um, they showed off some of their other games. I think it was um, the Crew, the one driving game, which I'm not really too sure. It seems like there are several driving games coming out right now, and I'm, I'm going to have to see some of these and, and hear some more information about them before I make the judgment. I, I do like driving games. Um, I've always liked the Forza games. I've always liked um, you know, Sony's, Sony's games um, for driving, but uh, we'll have to wait and see which of these new ones actually gets everybody's attention. Um, so far... I, I can't say that the crew was looked like anything new or spectacular from what I saw so far. So, Sony's conference is going to start here in about 40 minutes, so that's why I wanted to kind of get in and get the podcast done early today. So let's jump into the, what I'm playing now, a part of the show, and start talking about what I played for the week. I did play a little bit more Elder Scrolls Online. I did hit a veteran, veteran rank 1 last week. Pretty much what I tried to concentrate on this week was kind of just organizing my inventory since I had started doing the provisioning, which is the food crafting in the game. Uh, my backpack became a freaking mess. Uh, so I tried to go through, clean that up. I got my provisioning to 50. I got my alchemy up to around 47. I was trying to go around and get um, a bunch of sky shards out in the PVP area um, and just try to dump more points into kind of provisioning so I can do some of the higher end um, crafting and stuff for that. So I was able to get everything sorted out last night. Um, finding that leveling in the veteran ranks is extremely slow. Uh, so it's it's a game I'm definitely not done with. It's something I'm probably going to be playing for the long haul. I still haven't finished the actual whole first part of the story. I am in, I think, the final section, which I still maybe have about maybe half of the final area to go. Um, so... But I have a feeling the veteran ranks, it seems like that's where you definitely hit a wall in this game. Um... Which I'm not really too worried about, because I don't know if I'm really playing it for the leveling any leveling anymore. I'm kind of really enjoying the story still, and the combat and everything else is really fun. So, even though I think leveling is kind of slowing down, there's so much other things to do in the game to keep you occupied. I really don't know if I won't, if I'll miss the actual ding every other day that I was getting, you know, as far as leveling goes, so... We'll have to see what comes up with that in the in the next couple of weeks. But uh, the big game that I played for the week was, week was Watch Dogs. So at the beginning of the show, I said that we'd talk about this a little bit. Um, so let's get into Watch Dogs. My initial thoughts are it's a good game. I won't say it's a great game. I won't say it's a bad game. It is a good game. Um, my wife sat down, and she's watched me play quite a bit of the game. And all she does is keep saying, this looks just like Grand Theft Auto. That That's kind of all she keeps saying. And I look at her, I'm like... It's the driving that kind of reminds me of Grand Theft Auto. There's a lot of other aspects to the game that aren't like Grand Theft Auto, especially when you get into the hacking and everything. Um, and and the whole driving is the one thing I think about the game that kind of just kills it for me, which is making me from saying it's a great game. That's what's bringing it down to just being a good game. Um, keep in mind, this is basically their, their first installment of this game. Uh, just like when Assassin's Creed was released, that... That game had such huge hype, and when everybody got the game, everybody thought it was a good game. Um, but until this last one, Assassin's Creed 4, 
that is Assassin's Creed 4 was a great game. I mean, so they they took they took the premise, they took that game and they basically molded it over the, you know, over the years and actually have turned it into something really good. I have a feeling the Watch Dogs franchise is going to be the same way. The one thing I would hope for with the Watch Dogs franchise and I don't know if they would be able to do this or not is find a different fucking mechanic other than driving around. Um what could they do? I have no idea. Um, some of the things that come to mind would be, since it's a hacking type game, maybe going to like an internet cafe, hacking into a computer, using the internet to maybe travel to a different location or something. Something other than driving. I just, I'm kind, I'm kind of tired of driving around, and I really wasn't impressed with the driving and the way the cars handled. I know there's a lot of different cars in the game, and there are some cars that do handle much differently and much better than others. Um, I will say, if you do have a, the UPlay account, and if you've actually unlocked some of the things and gotten some UPlay coins or bucks or whatever the heck they're called, um, unlock some of the things from the UPlay store, because the one car that was on the UPlay store that I unlocked... Actually, I is the is the kind of car I'm I'm defaulting to whenever I'm using my phone to call in um, to get a vehicle because I kind of like the way the car handles. Um, but the, the graphically, the game is amazing. I mean, my wife walked by the room when I first started playing the game, and she even says, you know, it does it does look like a movie. Um, the graphics are great. I think the graphics could be better. Um, I think since the game came out for both this generation and last generation. I think that kind of hurt probably the PS4 and the Xbox One um, versions of the game. It When when they're doing some of the cutscenes, some things look really, really sharp and crystal clear, and other things kind of just look okay, like they maybe been upscaled. Um, Aiden, your, 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 the character that you play as, always looks great. Some of the other NPCs that you interact with kind of don't look as good as he does in certain some of the cutscenes i think just my opinion uh, maybe i'm just getting a little too picky uh but um it, there there's just sometimes in the cutscenes where you're just like I'm, I'm thinking this this whole scene could have maybe just looked a little sharper than what it does i mean don't get me wrong the game does look gorgeous on the ps4 it it plays really good i've only noticed a couple of times where maybe there's a little bit of slowdown um and the the biggest place I've seen slow down and hitching and a lot of stuff is doing the online stuff, especially online racing. Holy shit. The online racing I just have a big problem with because you're hitching and lagging and it's just it, it it's just not a really, really fun experience. I mean you're one minute you're ahead of everybody else and then the next minute you're seeing people just kind of go past you and nobody's picked up any sort of not um you know, boost or anything like that. So it's it, there's there's something with the online component. I think that maybe needs to be hopefully tweaked in an update later on. I don't know if there's anything they're going to be able to do with that or not. Um, I'm not really too too impressed with much of the with much of the online play. Some of the trips that you do within the game are actually interesting. Um, but the game, like I said, the game in general is actually pretty good. Um, I'm finding. Um, Combat to actually be pretty, pretty good. Um, from what I remember from playing some of the early Grand Theft Auto games, I, I think I prefer this combat a little bit better over some of the early Grand Theft Auto days. Um, I think the the combat's a little tighter than than GTA had it back in the day. I didn't play, I haven't played the newest Grand Theft Auto game, 
Um, but I know some of the earlier ones, combat just seemed to be kind of like all over the place, and I really didn't like it. Uh, this one, I actually was going through missions yesterday where I was able to gun people down, and I felt very comfortable with shooting and everything. Um, so, like I said, the biggest thing, I just wish there was a different mechanic for the driving. And that's the one thing I'm going to throw out there that Ubisoft, when, if, when you're, and I know you're going to, when you're making a Watch Dogs 2, let's try to come up with a different mechanic, and let's try to get out of this whole driving thing, where we're just driving around the town. If we're going to make a hacking-style game, let's use the computers, the internet, and let's use technology from this for some of this type of stuff. That's 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 my suggestion there, and that's my challenge to Ubisoft. So that's about all we're going to touch on for Watch Dogs today. I think I talked about that for quite a bit. Um, one of the other games I tried to get back into this week, um, I've been I was in the mood to play a card game, so I figured, what the hell? Um, I played Hearthstone a lot during beta. I figured. Let's give it another shot. Um, and I wanted to get back into it slowly because I haven't played it um, maybe only a couple of times since it's um, been actually released you know, out of beta and come as a full-blown game. So I didn't want to just jump back in with the decks that I had made and just start playing against you know, true opponents again. I wanted to go against the computer a little bit. And from what I remember before, I was pretty much annihilating the computer and wasn't losing that much, if at all. I mean, there were occasionally the computer would beat me every now and then. Um, but whatever they've done recently, I don't know if it's the decks I have made, if they've changed some of the cards, if they've made the AI smarter. But holy shit, the AI is... They, the AI either has way better cards than I have all of a sudden, or um, the cards I have are just crap, because... I was playing the cards pretty much to the best of my ability and was just getting annihilated and demolished. And I was emailing a buddy of mine who plays um, Hearthstone all the time, and he says, yeah, he says it has changed some. Um, he says the people that are actually have a lot of the decks and have a lot of the good cards are able to build the good decks. So um, I, had, I had actually won my 100th game, which I sat there after only playing a couple of games into my day of playing. I played Hearthstone over a couple of days. But like the first day I played a couple of games and hit the 100th win, and I was just like, hmm. Obviously I did play this quite a bit during beta. I'm sure there's people out there with a hell of a lot more wins um, than that. But I didn't realize, and I got... 300 points or 300 coins so i instantly bought three decks got a couple of cool cards switched some things around in my decks kind of got back into it was started winning maybe you know a little more than half of the games after that um so i i don't know i don't know if i can play hearthstone on a daily basis um like one of my buddies does i may play it every now and then i'm still going to try to find a different card game to get to get into um I don't, I don't know if I want to go back to Magic Online, because Magic the Gathering Online, I have just been out of that for so long. Even attempting to purchase cards for that, or even get back into that, is just going to be so cost prohibitive to me right now. Um, um, I, don't even think, I don't even think I want to go down that road. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. Hearthstone may be it for a little while. We'll have to see what else comes out, so... All right, let's get over to what I want to play now. So some of the games I want to play now, there's a Kickstarter going on for an expansion for a game called Dungeon Dice. Um, I saw this game at PAX East um, when I was out in Boston um, a couple months ago, and I actually almost picked up the game at um, PAX East. I, I may actually kickstart this game. This may be one of the first games that um, I kickstart. Well, I can't say the first one because I did help um, Steve Jackson Games with um, with their Ogre game. Um 
But this actually may be one of the games where I actually get more than just a t-shirt <laughs> that I got from Steve Jackson Games. Um, but Dungeon Dice actually looks really good. Uh, the other thing I was kind of getting into or wanting to get into um, after talking with um, some of the guys I do the Linux podcast with is maybe play like the Pathfinder RPG, kind of like the pen and paper game. I like to get back into a pen and paper game. I really haven't done a true pen and paper RPG probably since, well, after college when I worked at the comic book store. I'd have to say probably at the comic book store is the last time I really played a pen and paper game um, because we did play some stuff there. Um, But that's been, oh, a good 15 plus years, we'll say, probably more than 15 years. Um, so that would be something I would kind of like to get into. I was looking at a couple of different online tools that you could use, um, and people have open games, um, for Pathfinder and a bunch of the different, um, pen and paper games. So I'm kind of looking at those, haven't really decided on what I want to do, do yet and kind of go down that road. Um, I may just try to go down to the comic book store. I know on Thursdays they do a board game night. I don't know. I'm going to have to go down there and actually see if somebody's maybe doing um, any sort of weekly RPG game um, that they would. I really want to try Pathfinder is the thing. Um, I want to get a couple of Pathfinder books and kind of play that a little bit. I'm very, very interested in in giving that a shot. So um, that's it. Those are the couple of games that I want to play. If you do want to check out the the Dungeon Dice Kickstarter, check them out. The other game that... um, that I was looking at, um, that my wife and I actually picked up, that we're probably going to be playing this week, um, was a game we picked up at PAX East. It's called Drinking Quest. Um, we actually had the guy who created it sign it for us. Um, he's doing a new Kickstarter. You can actually get all three of his games, um, all three of the Dungeon Quest games, um, on on his Kickstarter. So I'll throw a little shout-out to him. Um, my wife and I haven't had a chance to play this yet, but I think we're going to give this a shot this week. It actually looks like a pretty cool little drinking game, drinking card game. So two two things that we do like here in this house are drinking and card games. So we're going to give that a little shot. Um, but I think that's going to be it for the week, everybody. Um, send us some emails. Let us know how we're. Let us know, let me know how I'm doing. Let me know if there's anything um, you'd like to see changed, maybe in the show. Um, so send me an email at what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G. Or you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at AVR Amadar. I'll have that in the show notes. Um, we have a Google Plus page, like I said at the top of the show, plus.google.com slash the plus sign, what I'm playing now podcast. And of course, we have a Twitch channel, which is at twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. Um, I am going to get ready to go watch the Sony show, which is starting in about 25 minutes here, because it's about 8.35 Eastern time. So everybody, go play some games this week. Follow along with what's going on with E3. I'm sure I'm going to have much more E3 discussions for next week. Um, I'll probably talk about Sony next week and maybe anything else that gets announced um, during the week that comes up. So stay tuned. Catch you later. Have a good week, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>